1: the best intro in the fucking game
0: shout out just then. facts what's up guys welcome back to episode 101 a psychotic and iconic paul's here along with my co-host nick theories mikey p and philly phil thank you to everybody that's tuned into the live stream if you haven't done so already please go ahead and share it thank you to everybody that likes follows and subscribes to all of our platforms if you haven't done so already i don't know what the fuck you're waiting for <laughs> like mikey that. p take us away now handsome look
2: at you smooth ass fly ass. long and smooth <laughs> right after the weekend that was smooth man all right episode 101 of psychotic and iconic powered by playmaker was brought to you by prize picks daily fantasy made easy also right now we are live at the props network at propshq.com go there right now and subscribe if you haven't already because football is coming literally me too so am on <laughs> 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 and I just realized we literally have three shows until the season starts it's time like it's literally time okay fantasy drafts in two weeks like shit's crazy I have one tomorrow night so good luck to you Appreciate what pick it. you got uh six is it a keeper
0: league yeah so it's gonna be all over the board oh who, boy who are you interesting keeping? um I actually fucking forget I forget. Come on, cuz.
1: You already toasted <laughs> <laughs> Hold
2: on. You might be on a romper again.
1: <laughs> shit. You better pull a, a, a fucking all-nighter.
2: Well, while he's doing that, okay, got a couple other things for you. Look at what we're wearing. What is it, guys? Fantastic fabric. at yours today. The usual, okay? Black and gray. T-shirts, tanks, long-sleeve tees, hoodies. We even have mugs, okay? And all that other shit. <laughs> and all that other shit. Literally. I and mean, there's more to come, okay? So... DM us for pricing details, etc. We'll get you hooked up with P&I merch. Last but not least, show announcement for the week. Okay, We do not have a show this Thursday. So our next show is next Tuesday at 8 p.m. And like I said, three shows. Three shows remaining. So no show this Thursday. None of us will be available. I'm keeping Jalen Hurts on the 14th. It's a hell of a fucking deal.
1: Who else you got?
0: Uh, no, you can, if there's rules, cause you can only keep a guy one year and then it has to be after like the fourth round. And my team that last year wasn't that good oh,
2: so to the, yeah, get somebody huge. who could finish number one overall quarterback in the 14th round is huge. Cause he's probably going to go like fifth round in most drafts.
0: Yeah. That, um, it's huge. Somebody has, my brother has like Debo Samuel in the 12th. Uh, my one friend Mike has, I think he has Jamar chase in like the 14th or 13th. Wow.
1: Yeah. So wow. Yeah,
0: awesome. That's a
2: cheat code is what it
0: is. So,
1: <laughs> so Debo was drafted two years ago at that spot.
0: No, 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 no. So you can, you can keep a player for two years, but you lose your second round pick. But so he was drafted last year at whatever Rob had him, I guess like the 13th. over let thir- let me a question.
1: Is there, is there anybody in the draft? Like I never play keeper. So is there anybody in the draft that's worth keeping and then getting rid of your second round pick?
0: Yeah, it happens. Like for real, it depends. Like the, what what whatever year uh, Alvin Kamara was his rookie year, I drafted him and like he was like my last pick in the fifteenth round. So that next year I kept him and lost my second round pick and I had the first round first rounder that year and I drafted Le'Veon Bell. So my running backs were Alvin Kamara and Le'Veon Bell that year and I won because I was just I was and I had AB I got him in the second round. That makes oh, sense. Stop. So I was I, I was unstoppable. I got Yeah, you. I was okay. unstoppable. Cool. So no, it, I never knew that. That's cool. Like it does make sense. Um, I'm not like a huge fan of it because it's just it makes the draft a lot more difficult. I mean, but I'm not I'm not like a huge fan, but I, I, I roll with it. It's not a big. Deal. It's cool. It's a different it's a different dynamic.
1: Yeah, because if you get your RB one again in, in the first round. Then you have him and kamara yeah and then you're good yeah like now those are I, first two picks yeah so, so like 15 don't even matter because it's gonna be somebody you're not gonna play anyway so like you say like
0: the average draft is interesting jalen hurts is fifth round or fourth round if somebody swings higher you just got a nine round a, value i have a nine round value so now my fifth round pick i could get it i could get mark andrews or something like that i can get a much more valuable not much more but i can get a valuable player and i i don't have to worry about quarterback
2: that's awesome. That's pretty cool. I never See played- that right there? You're already getting fantasy football advice, and that's what you're going to get tonight and the rest of our shows leading up to the season and throughout the season. Okay? So you're getting season-long betting uh, futures tonight. You're getting season-long fantasy football tonight. You're getting some division predictions. And this is all going to be NFC South tonight. Okay? But first, I got one piece of news that I want to share. Jay Glazer reports... Lamar Jackson has been offered more money than Kyler Murray. The Ravens face, quote-unquote, a big uphill battle because Lamar Jackson wants a fully guaranteed deal. Reactions, quick. Uh, Deshaun Watson.
0: Uh, accurate. Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, he's accomplished more than both. And it's I, I'm totally on Lamar Jackson's side, no matter what my personal feelings are about him, whether he can win the big game or not. But he deserves all of that.
2: Deshaun Watson gets a fully guaranteed deal. Lamar's got to get one too. Absolutely. Period. I, I, I can't blame him. Yeah. Guess what? He's the best agent in the game. He is. <laughs> For real. Seriously, I would hold out too. So there you have it, everybody. We'll stay tuned on the Lamar Jackson news. Remember, he set a deadline, beginning of the season. He is not negotiating anymore. So we may have something in the next week or two. Wait, hold on. You said he's playing the hold out? No, he's he's not going to negotiate.
1: Oh, okay, okay. I thought I I thought you said he was moving out or whatever.
2: He's not going to negotiate past the start of the season. I got you. No. So there's the deadline. We shall see. Philly Phil. Let's go, baby. NFC South. You know who's in the
1: fucking South, bro. Uh It's that motherfucking dude. It's yeah, that motherfucking dude, that fucking goat, the greatest of all fucking time. He is back from vacation, ready to fuck you in your ass, Cause Like, oh, up. Yo, my man yo! Is for his eighth fucking ring right there this year. Straight up. Wow. He's coming, bro. I did this show tonight for you, too. Yeah, yo. honest to God. And not even kidding, yo. This is for you, two. Some, some, Sometimes, yo. I just got Brady done. and uh, and uh, Baker Mayfield tonight. Look, man. I did that for you, too. That's a good vacation, bro. That's a mental break. He's coming back fresh. It's Tom Brady, bro. You already know he's fucking focused. The season's coming. It's over, bro. I'm I'm excited about it.
2: Well, you know what? Actually, while we're on the Tom Brady subject, before we go to the team and go in depth about them, because obviously they're the cream of the crop of this division. They're right at the top of the NFC. The usual, okay? So Tom Brady, back from 11-day leave of absence, guys. Returns to this giant headline dropped by Dana White. Saying that he and Gronk almost became Raiders. That was the team. Did Nick Theories not say that? Shout out a Nick long Thiers. time ago. Look, Did he
1: not? The reason why people don't believe me, because my name is Theories. I think that's the biggest problem. <laughs> you no, the I, biggest I problem actually, is you
0: actually believe that. That
1: shit was it not right? <laughs> it was spot on. It was spot on. Here's the, the, the thing. thing. I know my guy, bro. Here, I know thing. my guy. I know I know TV twelve. Look at him. He's behind me. Paul's <laughs> <laughs>
2: the only except he crapped on your guy, Derek Carr a little bit, but that's okay. This that's is okay. why I, that's fine.
0: That's why I didn't think it was the Raiders because I think that the, I think NFL players have more respect for Carr than most of the media does. Except and Tom Brady. <laughs> I don't think like to me, Derek Carr isn't a quarterback that warrants that type of talk. Like if you said that about Tua, you get it. If you said that about Jimmy G, you would get it. But, I mean, no, actually, I, I actually wouldn't get that. Back like, at the, back of the time,
2: though, when this was all going down, that was when Derek Carr was ass. Like, he had he a major year like last shit. year and turned it around. You're right. You're But right. he was, like, on the verge of getting sent away from, yeah, from I just, Oakland at the time. I Vegas. Don't know. I don't
0: feel like he's trash enough for the way that Tom Brady referred to him. So that's what threw me off about that whole scenario. But you're saying on
1: based on the context of what he said and yeah. how he said it and presented it?
0: Yeah, like if you're saying that, like if it's if it's the Falcons and you have Marcus Mariota and you have somebody that you know is not very good and you say like you're sticking with that fucking guy, like that made sense about the Dolphins because of Ryan Fitzpatrick and Tua. Like then- Ryan Fitzpatrick is a, is a star backup. That's what he is. And then you like, but when you go and you say that about Derek Carr, who's been in the league for what, eight, ten years? He had that one season where he was about to be MVP, when he broke his leg. I mean, he's he's had spurts last year. He played well, so it was just it was a little odd to me that he used like, you know, that language. But, but. that
1: was from like a year and a half ago. That was after they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. That was the time frame.
2: That was right after they won the Super Bowl. What yeah. the the actual interview the sh- with Tom Brady saying? Yeah, 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 so- yeah. That part, but he's referring to before the season when well, when the process went down. Derek oh, yeah. Carr. Was not good at that time. Like he he was very bad for a few years in a row. All right, so maybe and the context, you're sticking, which means you're keeping
1: him still. Like, what are you guys doing? Uh You're not moving on. That's what got me to believe, okay, it is
0: their car. Absolutely. And that does make sense. And also he was he he they didn't want him, which is wild you know, wild behavior. But you know, if it sucks when
2: you get turned down. John Gruden, nonetheless, like you would think that John Gruden wants a power struggle with the success that he had with Rich Gannon, and you know that was an old man at the time. Like the that, was, that was that was anyway, an bro. old man who became an MVP yeah. under him, and he didn't go with Tom Brady
1: because he, of the tough rule game, bro. I'm telling you that maybe. Shit, that shit hits deep, bro. <laughs> I'm sure, sure it to, does. He wants to beat him. He doesn't want to, like to to fucking join forces. Maybe that's the whole. I, 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 that, Could that's be an the ego, only explanation know? I can think of.
0: Could you imagine, though, if they got Gronk and you had Gronk and Waller? That would be the best duo since <laughs> Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. Before Who he needs wide receivers?
2: That yeah. changes everything. Oh, yeah. Changes the whole, like, everything that's happened since. Their
1: roster right now would be even more loaded. That's the crazy part. Wow. Tom Brady made the right choice. Yeah, no. Absolutely. The had a better bowl. roster. You won a Super Bowl. It doesn't matter. You won the Bowl.
2: He accomplished it. There you go. He did it. There you go. So there it is. Nick Theory said it first. We have proof. Okay, he did say it. He's now in a fucking game.
1: Tampa Bay Bucks. Nikki Facts. I mean, that's what's yo. <laughs> that's my new name, Nikki, Nikki Facts. Fuck theories. It's yeah. fucking Nikki Facts. So no facts. If you think it's a theory, then it's a theory, <laughs> and it's right. So uh, fuck all the talk. Nikki
2: Facts, baby. That's that's Facts.
1: Nikki Facts.
2: <laughs> there you I go. Like that. There you it's a go. Fire name. So over under win total for the Bucks, guys. 11 and a half. Last year they went 13 and 4. NFC South Champs, number two seed. And they lose to the eventual Super Bowl champion Rams. A game that Tom Brady almost pulled off another epic comeback. Was asked for a half, but shit. He turned it around. He almost did it. He almost did it. So that's where we're at with the Bucs. All right. Other headlines. Gronk still retired. Who knows, all right? He's staying retired. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Julio Jones sign. Russell Gage sign, okay? The wide receiver group's deep. They draft Rashad White at running back, third round. They get Patriots guard Shaq Mason, but they also just lost Ryan Jensen and Aaron Stinney. So the interior line shaking up a little bit right now, okay? Defense, they made a lot of moves, okay? In short, they kept Shaq Barrett, Levante David. They added Akeem Hicks, Logan Ryan, Keanu Neal, and they return Carlton Davis and Sean Murphy Bunting. This team's loaded. Mm-hmm. What are we thinking? I already told you. I think this is the best team in the NFC. I'm going to say it again right now, right off the top. Best team in the NFC, although I'm a little I'm a little you know, a little more hesitant since those interior O-line injuries. That's a big deal. Yeah. Tom Brady is not like interior pressure. Yeah, I'm I'm with
1: you on that. I mean, that's two big losses earlier on in the season. I mean, it, it, the season didn't even start. And they lost two guys. Uh Gronk being retired. Look, I, I understand people people remember Gronk for his big plays, his athleticism, and but they don't really remember him as a blocker. So I think that also plays a factor into their run game. And now they lost two interior linemen. That also hurts. Uh, so like they have question marks on the offensive on the offensive line. I still think the Bucs are the second best team in the NFC behind the Rams because I think the Rams can get the pressure to beat them. Yeah, you can have all the wide receivers all you want, but if you don't have time in the pocket to deliver the ball, you're in trouble. And we've seen it from time to time again. I mean, look at the uh, the 07 Super Bowl between the Giants and the Patriots. The reason why they lost that game is because interior pressure. It didn't matter who they had on the outside. they couldn't They couldn't throw the ball so that matters man so i mean that's that's the biggest question mark for them but in terms of their defense their defense is loaded um i love todd bowles being their head coach um after bruce arian stepped down he's a defensive guy and they got a lot of a a lot of talent on that end and they added a lot of veterans such as logan ryan who's won a super bowl uh keanu neal who's who's also a veteran and akeem hicks who's you know been pretty good in his league. So he's legit. Yeah, he is. And eight and I, a half
2: million dollar contract, like, you know?
1: I, I mean, 11 and a half, like, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think that's a little high. I think the Bucks uh, schedule is pretty tough. I'm actually going to go under on 11 ah. and a half. I got them at, 11.
0: Wow. I hit them at 11. Yeah. I'm saying over.
2: I got the over too.
0: Yeah. I just like until it, it's Tom Brady. And until I see any signs of a drop off, I just, you're just begging. You're just asking to lose. Like I there's, mean, there's just no. It, to me, it's just like it's. You're. It's like an overthink. I do like now though. That is low. Maybe it's because of Todd Bowles because they don't have Bruce Arians and you know not giving him too much respect yet. But at the end of the day, it's again, it's Tom Brady and that offense is unbelievable. They're unstoppable. I mean, you're going to go into the red zone with Godwin and Russell Gage in the middle, Julio Jones and Mike Evans on Mike Evans on the outside. And then your your tight end is Cameron Braid, who's not a slouch. Cameron Braid is very good. And you got Kyle
2: Rudolph in the background too. I mean,
0: and you got Lenny Fournette. So good luck stopping them inside of, inside the twenty. It's just not going to happen. I I think they're gonna I think they're gonna be excellent.
2: I think the key thing for me in in terms of them repeating and going over eleven and a half is the fact that the defense is healthy again because that was what hurt them last year. The defense, I mean, they, they had a number of injuries all the way around, but the defense especially, the secondary was beat up, um, and then they shored up the safety position. Um, so I, I really like this defense to get back to being one of the best in the league. I really like them a lot this year, um, and I think that's going to be a key component. Like, I know the offense is phenomenal. I think they were a little too pass-heavy, believe it or not. I, I think 721 pass attempts from Tom Brady, that's the second most ever – that needs to come down. And that needs to come down, old. especially with the interior line issue right now. That needs to come down. They need to run the ball better. Um, and I think that's why they drafted Rashad White. So, um, In terms of schedule, though, uh, by win-loss total, they're seventh in the league. So they have one of the easiest scheduled by win-loss totals. It looks a little – it looks, you know. Nah, they're scheduled hard as hell. I'm just saying, though, I'm by win-loss total right –
1: Look, they play the They're Cowboys, seventh, they play they play the Cowboys week one, they play the Saints, who always dub. have their number. The Saints always have their number. That's not an easy game. I
0: dog. know, but now Dennis Allen has to focus on more than defense. That's a dub. All
1: right. Well, I'm just saying. Then they play Green Bay. Dub. Then they play the Chiefs. Dub. Then they play the Falcons. Dub. Then they play the Steelers, dub. Panthers, Loss. Ravens, Rams, Seahawks, Browns, Saints, Niners, Bengals, Cardinals, Panthers, and Falcons. Oh yeah, that's like, probably, that's, that's, gonna that's not probably, an easy schedule, bro. Oh, they're
0: probably they're they're not gonna play. They're not gonna lose one till the Ravens or the that, Rams. That's not. I,
1: I don't think they're coming out of the gate the way you think they are. But well,
2: look, I mean, I would classify eight of their games to be difficult, maybe nine, and they're gonna win at least half of them. So right there, that's twelve and five. So you're right saying there. they're gonna sweep the division? No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. They'll probably lose a game to the Saints because they always do. But the rest of the way I think they can go 5 and 1. They should.
1: I see 11 and 6. You know? I see I, I see a third seed getting hot at the right time I'm telling <laughs> here you. Here it I'm, is. I'm telling you. This is yeah. your guy right here.
2: Like you you're doing this on purpose, I feel like. I'm not like. doing it on purpose, bro. I'm he not is. doing
1: it on purpose.
2: It's not. On How purpose. am I the only person Look. here saying this is the best team I, in the NFC? I come up here. I'm the
0: most critical. I switched Oh, you did back. Remember when you played the you played the clip when you were trying to catch? A oh flick? yeah, yeah, I, I got did, you. though. because I said that I didn't like. I, Aaron I caught Donald. you with the flip flip. Yeah, because I didn't like. Yeah. I didn't like what Aaron Donald said.
1: I come up here and I I speak my truth. Like this is not me holding back. This is me telling what I what what I think. You asked me, what do you guys think about the Bucks? I gave you my breakdown. It's crazy to say, but I'm just being realistic. I I just BFL. think. Yeah, I mean I like yo know, gronk blocking ability is major. I mean, I like their defense. Their defense is gonna get better. But like I said, if you lose linemen that early, you gotta replace them, bro. Like they they're not easy to find.
0: He throwing shades, <laughs> making caps at <laughs> his father. You all
1: you want. <laughs> fine, I don't care. <laughs> You'll see. I think they're I think their is a lot harder than people think, but that's fine.
2: I mean, really, I'm but not I'm not worried about in, them
1: in, in in a couple months.
2: If they got if they got Nine difficult I'll games, have, I'll have the clip. they're winning at least
1: half. You got the standard clip. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Then it just proved me more right about Brady. Yeah! It.
2: It <laughs> you know what's going to happen is in two weeks, he's going to say the Bucks are winning the bowl. When mm-hmm. we have our final show before the season, he's going to say Bucks are winning the Whoa. bowl. Whoa. Brady
0: MVP. Patterns. It, so you have a chance. No, no, no. no you can't. We'll what wait until we'll then. they're going to be the third seed, they're going to get hot. hot.
2: You make we'll it hot. see make it hot baby we'll see tuesday september 6th you still have a chance to change we'll see Look,
1: i'm not saying they're gonna be ass i'm saying no, i know 11 wins is a good team i don't don't get it twisted here don't twist my words no, nah, nah, this 11 wins might not put not them in the three seed.
0: this is what's gonna happen
1: on episode 101 we're not gonna twist my words here he's fuck saying that. they're gonna
0: go 11 and six they're gonna fuck around and go like 14 and three
1: and they won thirteen, 13 games guys. last year. They they're were gonna, they were okay gonna for
0: gonna do parts that of the season. And he's gonna go. He's forty five years old. He's the fucking goat. Yeah, I've exactly. been screaming. That's exactly right. right. I, I really really wanted to happen, so we can't. That's my anything.
1: expectation. I said eleven <laughs> wins. I don't think that's that, that's crazy. I think eleven and six is a good record. It
2: is. Yeah, it is. Forty five years old. That's, I mean, not, that's good not good enough for him. this team. This not team's not loaded, man. We'll see. They went thirteen and four. They played very it's uneven football for half the season last year. He's forty five. It's crazy.
1: He's 45 years old, bro. Liability. and 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 like it's so it's so wild, man.
2: God, farm is going at you, (laughs) Nikki ass. He says,
1: "Look, man, I spit spit, spit facts up here, bro. Whether you want to believe it or not, I don't really care. I don't really care. I get it, man. I I I know it's hard to believe a guy whose name is theories. I get it. No, I fucking (laughs) get it. I, I get it. But you'll catch up soon enough, just like you did with the Raiders news." So I'll carry on.
0: Talk your shit, King. No, nah, I ain't gonna so no
2: talk. Let's get to shit. some Fuck more that. bets, guys. All right. Oh, let's get I'm to some more bets. All right. Tom Brady, regular season over under 34 and a half touchdowns. What? Double that. Yeah. I might take over 60. <laughs>
1: 34 and a half?
2: That's low, bro. Just saying.
1: Yeah. no, oh, That's, that's over. definitely over. That's yeah. over for me. Yeah. I'm not even questioning that.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking over. But I don't know if he gets over 40 this year. He It'll might be have like that 38. By 12. What? He might have that by week 12. That is. If they throw the ball 719 times again, maybe. Yeah. But that just speaks to fantasy value. All right. So we all say over. Passing yardage, he's at 4,500 and a half. It's over. Last year, 5,300. That's, That's crazy. over, man. bro.
0: It's disrespectful. 5,300.
1: Like, Yo, that's not normal, bro. That's not normal. He slowed down, but his mind doesn't. Three hundred passing yards as a forty-four-year-old quarterback—that ain't fucking normal, bro. That's alien-like shit. Yeah,
2: huh? That's insane. But nobody was near that—that that, like number of attempts. Like Justin Herbert was number two, and he had like forty Lirability, less attempts. Pliability.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just saying. Pliability.
2: Like, yeah, he's all that, bro. They won thirteen games throwing the football like this. They didn't establish the run till, if at all, late season. And when did they establish? I, I really don't even remember. <laughs> they were throwing the football so much. They were
0: throwing it to Lenny. Yeah, they were just doing dump offs. And then his his around like I'm week Marty four, Lenny. around like week four, Lenny. Lenny's best, Lenny uh, fantasy stock flew up yeah. the charts. Flew up,
2: and it's still it's still it's
0: remaining
1: still, that high. It's, it's still honestly. pretty high. He's the top twelve. I think he's twelve.
2: Yes, he's ranked twelve. Yeah, he's, he's like in the second round firmly. Actually, I can tell you that right now. Hold on. Hold on. Yep. Oh, actually higher, Nick. Tenth. He's going as the tenth running back off wow. the board. That's crazy, man. Tenth running back off the board, 21st pick overall. Right on that fringe the second round. He might it's have like a third year, round. but their lineman getting hurt, is that's bad, man. I, I don't like it, bro. We shall see. It worries me. All right, next up, guys. Actually, I'll just ask you this right away. Let's let's mix in some fantasy and betting together. Tom Brady has a fantasy option right now. All right, Tom Brady finished one second. He finished number three last year in fantasy points, okay? This year, Tom Brady is going ninth quarterback off the board, 78th overall. That puts him in, like, round eight. It's fucking stupid. All right. This is a 10 team PPR standard format. Okay. I just. Tom Brady's going eighth round. I don't understand it because the thing to me is, is like, okay, he
0: finished third last year and you added Julio Jones. And I know Julio Jones isn't that dude no more, but he's the third wide receiver on a team. He's in the perfect position to thrive and score touchdowns. They got Russell Gage, too. Don't sleep on that. I know. And I was praising him last year because I had him. I loved him. He was great. Like, I don't. I don't understand how they're lowering the standards for him. I don't care if he's 55. I, I just I don't get it with that. He, even if he dropped off, he's not going to drop off to a point where he's not playable or he's just like actual mid. It's not like it's it's very different than the Peyton Manning drop off. Peyton Manning had neck surgeries. He's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with him, and I don't understand. Again, they're underestimating him. He's going to finish top five again as a fantasy quarterback.
2: I think the thing that stands out right away when I look at these rankings, it's like you're seeing six quarterbacks who can run, and the leg advantage might be there, but the guy still finished third last year. And, and Justin Herbert, for that matter, Justin Herbert's number three on this list in rankings. Justin Herbert finished number two last year. He's only had six more points than Tom Brady, and he's not exactly like – like yeah, can he run the football? Yes, but like that's not a primary aspect of his game. He's a thrower. Where he he, had, he had, he's going thirty uh, eighth overall. So he's the third QB off the board. He's going roughly fourth round. I would take him over. I'm I'm assuming it's Allen and
0: Mahomes are ahead of him. Yeah, from- yeah, I would take Herbert like and Allen before I would take Mahomes. Like
2: Mahomes and Herbert get a little bit of rushing production. They'll get like three hundred something yards, a couple scores on the ground. Yeah. So that might be it. I mean, otherwise, Tom Brady's passing volume, if it remains this high, you have no choice. He's going to do it. He's going to do it again.
1: I'm a pr- To be honest with you, I mean, you can make a case. You could put Brady ahead of Mahomes.
0: This year, you could. Absolutely. So, yeah. And I mean, not for nothing. You can make the case. You can make the same. It sounds crazy.
1: Me. Don't get me wrong. It sounds yeah. absolutely insane. But look at the numbers.
0: And it's just not for me. Like for me with the Patrick Mahomes going not going first or second. It's just more who he's got to work with. Like just look, yeah, at, no, the, yeah, look at the the team.
1: That's a factor.
0: Yeah, like he's still gonna play well. He's not gonna be a bum by any standards in uh fantasy, but he's not he's not gonna be in that A plus tier. See Brady just
1: Brady this is the best wide receiver group that Brady's ever had in his career. It's the best wide receiver.
0: Brady group had in the NFL
2: thirteen more points than Mahomes last year with five hundred more yards and six more teenies. So the Mahomes ground factor even though it's minimal he gets 300 more yards on the ground it, it made up the the groundwork there yeah it made up that little difference with the two of them so i guess it's it's got to be something involving the legs i mean but i guess would but, you comfortably still start tom brady as your number one fancy quarterback like absolutely. would you why not
1: so there you go. If he's being drafted in so, a top 10 quarterback and, it, and it's a 10-team league, he's a star.
2: So what we're telling you here is that Tom Brady is a value pick in the eighth round of your fantasy football drafts. It's a steal. Period. It's a steal. If I got Tom Brady in the eighth round, I'm celebrating. So next up, guys, because I got to keep us moving. All right. Running backs, who would you rather have? And I, I'm going to frame it this way, actually. No. Let me let me rephrase. Are you worried about Leonard Fournette Going as high as he's going with the presence of Rashad White. Knowing that they, they do want to run the football more as a team. But Rashad White, I mean, he's looked good in preseason. The staff's high on him. They took him in the third round. I, I think he's going to cut into his playing time. Whether or not it turns on to a full-out like timeshare, it's way too early for that. I think it's Lenny's Lenny's gig for now. Yeah, I agree with but you. I But I'm going to say this, and you guys can respond however you choose. I'm a little nervous about taking Fournette that high. I I would feel more comfortable if he was going fourth, fifth round. I can't take him third round personally. And I had him last year. I can't take him third round. Neither can I. Second round, I can't do it. The thing that worries me too is he had a lot of
0: volume last year, and he was known to get banged up a little bit. He does get a little nicked. Um, And I just like to me, they didn't add Julio. I keep going back to him, but they didn't add him to run the ball. They they just didn't do that. And and even if you're saying, like, you know, Lenny's going to run between the 20s, at that point, now you're eating into his touchdown production because they're going to use Julio in the red zone. That's just, like I said, you're lining him up opposite of Mike Evans. It's pick your poison.
2: So, yeah, I, I would be worried about drafting him that high. It's just a little too rich for me. I don't know. Nick Theories, what do you think? Uh, to your
1: Julio point, I disagree. Uh, I think Julio's in there for depth, too. Like, because Chris Godwin's coming off an injury. Mike Evans always has a hamstring injury. So I think if, you know, obviously if one of those, you know, wide receivers went down, you have Godwin engaged pretty much. So Julio was a pretty much a depth piece. But he's the best piece on the market at cheap cost.
0: The best depth piece ever.
1: Right. That's (laughs) what what I'm saying. So, like, I think it was just to make them a better team. I don't know if it was due to them wanting to throw uh, the ball more or anything. Like, I think – Leonard Fournette's going to get his, no doubt about it, no doubt. Even in the pass catching game. So, are you comfortable
2: taking him that high in a draft, though?
1: That's the thing. Second round, second third round is right. He's like right there in between both rounds. Third round, yeah, I would take him. Why not? He had eighty four targets last year, and sixty nine catches, four hundred and fifty four yards, and two touchdowns. That's the third high. That's the third highest in the league, and and targets and in catches yeah 84 targets get 84 targets that's a lot of that's a lot of targets bro and eight touchdowns on the ground with 812 yards that's that's production
2: i mean because
1: it's the name if if, if mccaffrey did this last year he he would still
2: be drafted high right no questions asked it was all volume based there like the thing with him is he's very inefficient as a runner he's very inefficient i don't know what that means Three yards per carry, three point two. Yeah, but he also he's gets not home a great runner. Too.
1: He also gets home runs.
2: He just he's a high he volume guy. He's close the with a home run. But like that's the thing is if he's going to lose volume, I'm a little worried about him that high. Like for instance, I'd rather have these are guys going after him right now: Aaron Jones, Devontae Williams, Nick Chubb, um, Saquon Barkley. Like I would, I'd rather have every single guy I just named. I wouldn't have Saquon Barkley, but I would take the others. I'd, I'd say they're probably even for me those two, but still. Aaron Jones, Javante Williams, Nick Chubb. I'm taking all three of them over. Personally.
0: Javante's a hard – he's hard to, to figure out.
2: Yeah. I, I, well, I mean, I look. You get, the, you get the ex-Green Bay offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, and he made two extremely fantasy-relevant running backs in Graham, uh, Green Bay. So point. I feel like it could happen again.
0: That's a very good point. You
2: know? All right. Bucks wide receivers – In terms of preference and round, which one do you want to own the most? Because Mike Evans, all right, Mike Evans is going 10th wide receiver off the board. Godwin is going 25th wide receiver off the board. So there's like a 40-pick gap right there. And then you got Julio way later and Russell Gage. Everyone wants to own a piece of this passing attack. So by value, though, which one do you want to own the most?
0: Godwin for me.
2: He produces. I had
0: him last year. He's
2: and you're not worried about him playing week one, for example?
0: No, even if like I would still draft him, even if he was out week one. I just I I would. It's he he, he's gonna more than make up for it. And like I know, like I said, we were when we were talking about the top ten wide receivers, I was saying about this with Mike Evans. He's like he's the weirdest player I've ever seen. I just I could I don't understand it.
2: Well, also like this is an analytics stat. Take it for what it's worth. He had six more touchdowns than expected. But then again, this is a guy who's bucked that trend his whole career. This guy has always shown numbers like that, and he still scores double digit touchdowns every year because that's what he's good at. He's he's a massive weapon in the red zone. Yeah. So take it for what it's worth, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he does exactly what he did last <laughs> year. He probably will
0: because that's what he does, Mr. Consistent.
2: You know? So I, I probably wouldn't. Would Mike Evans, guys. I'm
1: getting 1,000 yards and I'm getting double digit touchdowns. What am I worried about? I don't know. Plug and play, bro. I'm, I, there's no need to worry. I had Chris Godwin too, and he he gets nicked up because he goes across the middle. He takes more chances than Mike Evans.
0: Yeah, but Mike Evans like, does too because he's always pulling a hammy. No,
1: nah, I get it, but he's still gonna get me a thousand yards. That's guaranteed. It's,
0: it's wild, dude. It's a it's a weird thing for me with him. I just, I not I, don't I mean, know I think, I, know. I, don't I, think know. I can't even I can't explain it to you. I get I, it. I can't explain it to you.
2: I well, can't. there's other options on the board when Mike Evans is there that maybe attract people like T. Higgins, Michael Pittman, A.J. Brown. There's some people that might prefer them. Um, so maybe it's a little too rich, but, like, the numbers are there. This Wait, is a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Hey, T. Higgins over – T. Evans. Higgins is going right after Mike Evans, I'm saying. Like, there's some guys there that other people might prefer that are going right after. But Mike Evans' numbers are there, you know? It's a numbers game. Fantasy
1: is about scoring points. If the guys don't get you 1,000 yards, I don't even know what, the, what, what we're worried about. There you go. You plug and play, bro. I think they're both amazing. I'm
2: comfortable taking both of them. What, Godwin? Yeah. Yeah, no, I I like Godwin. I'm just saying. Godwin actually might be going a little too high for my liking, too, at the moment. But then again, if this guy does play week one through the season, he plays starting week one. That's a massive value. So I would probably lean there in terms of value perspective, but I'm happy drafting either of them. Just in terms of value. Because I'm going to get a guy who usually would go second round, and he's going seventh round. You have to be comfortable with the risk, okay? I'll take consistency. You know how,
1: how I get down with consistency, man. I, I, I value that. I value that. <laughs> You're always consistent. Absolutely. I'm very consistent. <laughs> I value consistency. The guy's – his whole career, every year he had a 1,000 yards. It's the quietest. Like, that's the crazy – and, and the reason why it's so quiet because Tampa Bay stunk for years. That's probably so – I mean, that's probably rot, goes in
0: with it. But it's like – I don't know, dude. He I was still known on
1: on, on, a, on a national scale. I don't yeah. don't get me wrong. But what, what I'm saying is, he probably. It, it, I I don't know what it is either, though, with him. It is it is so fucking weird. There's though, man. something
2: that just like I don't nobody know if nobody mentions missing. Mike
1: Evans as like one of the best wide receivers. They don't like they just he'll don't be a hall of him. famer. And it's I guarantee it. Absolutely, I guarantee it. It's just crazy to me. They don't mention him, but like I I don't I don't I know. It. know. And what, I don't. What I don't, is it? I don't by any means think
0: that he's trash. I'm just saying like. When I hear like Mike Evans, I'm not like, oh wow. But then when you read his stats, you're like, oh wow. You know what I'm saying? I just I don't get it. I I can't explain it. I don't know why. I,
1: I I'm with you though. And it's
0: not even hate. It's nothing like that. <laughs> no, it's not. That. I get
1: it. it. It's like the stigma around him. I don't it know is, what
0: it is. It's flash.
2: flash.
0: Period. Could it could no be. One, be. It could be. You know. I, I,
2: He's like, a, a dominant I like player, here's, here's too. Like, thing. He's awesome. Here's a yeah. perfect
0: example. The Eagles fan base was more hype when they got A.J. Brown. I don't feel like they would have been as hype if they got Mike Evans. Like, they wouldn't have been running crazy. Yo, we got Mike Evans. Holy shit. Oh, my God. We're going places. I think that's Cat. I don't believe that.
1: I think that's Cat. I will not be jumping. <laughs> yeah. like I think it. that's Cat, bro. I don't. The Eagles haven't had a wide receiver like a Mike Evans on a long time. That. If they got Mike but Evans, I'm saying it would be buzz. the same. The buzz.
2: I don't know.
0: To me, it's just the buzz, dude. Last question, Flash, right? Last question, guys. Last
2: question. People must love Flash. I guess so. It's crazy. Mike Evans Hall of Famer. I promise. Okay. No Last question with the Buccaneers. Would you want to own any of the tight ends in this offense, being Cameron Bray no. or Kyle Rudolph? No. In fantasy? No. Uh, no. Yeah, I'm laying off for now, too. All right? It's like the seventh option. But I'll, I'll keep an eye on Bray in case he resurfaces as a touchdown guy. We'll see. But I'm I'm out. All right? Philly Phil, change it up. We got another team to go to next. Sleeper team, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. The New Orleans Saints. All right. New Orleans Saints, eight and a half win total. They were nine and eight last year. They missed the playoffs by tiebreaker. Sean Pay- Payton is out of the building now. Dennis Allen is promoted as the head coach. All right, Jameis Winston's back. Jarvis Landry signed. Chris Olave drafted. Michael Thomas is back. Tyra Matthew, Marcus May. I mean, they made some moves, guys, and they draft Trevor Penning to replace Teron Armstead. So I want to know what your opinion is of the Saints right off the bat before we get into some betting and fantasy. I think they're mid. Um, I'm, not,
0: <laughs> I'm not big on them at all. I don't like Dennis Allen, um, and I don't think they have a quarterback.
1: I think they're the biggest sleeper in the NFC. And I think they could really scare some teams. How many teams? I like their defense. Uh, I think their offense is loaded. Their wide receivers are absolutely loaded. Last year with Jameis, I believe they were what five and three, five and two. Um, if they could play they good, were. if they yep. play good defense, they added Michael Thomas and Chris Olave. Chris Olave is gonna be a stud. I wouldn't be surprised if he's in the rookie of the year candidate uh category at some point in the season. This guy's electric, man. Like just looking him up on in in his, uh, Ohio State days, this guy's a beast. And they got Jarvis Landry, and they keep Alvin Kamara for the entire season. It doesn't look like he's going to be suspended. This team is absolutely loaded. This team could could really make some noise. So I'm I missing I,
0: the main ingredient
1: though. What's the main ingredient? Sean
0: Payton made that offense go.
1: And what what makes you think they still can't go?
0: Four and 12, 4 and twelve, zero and four, fired. That's their head coach.
1: All right. Well, that was in the past. Pete, Josh McDaniels got another shot.
0: Exactly, and we're yet to see that. But
1: Pete had-
2: Carmichael's still there, longtime offensive offense coordinator. Just throwing it out there. Yeah. Not sure if that matters because we know Sean Payton ran the gig. All right? We all know it, but Pete Carmichael is still there. Jameis Winston worked with him. Just throwing it out there. I'm not saying – how I feel, just telling you.
1: I'm just – See, and, and that's bullshit too. Like, I, I get it. Sean Payton gets all the credit. But we're not going to
2: sit here and act like the offensive coordinator doesn't have any input. New play caller though. That's the only thing. But like, that's what I was saying. There's some consistency here is what I'm trying to that, say. I'm adding to yeah. your argument.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, I Sean Payton gets all the credit for the offense, which, I, you know, maybe, possibly. Yeah, I get it. He's a head coach. But it's it's the people behind the scenes that don't get the credit either. Like, we're well, not he was. I'm pretty get- sure
0: he was calling the offensive plays. So, in that case, it, he is the offense. Sean Payton? Sean Payton was calling the offensive plays in New Orleans. And that's what I'm saying. You have Dennis Allen focusing strictly on the defense. And I don't think that people, I think people are underestimating. And I hate Sean Payton. I can't stand his face. But I, <laughs> I don't think, I think people are really underestimating that now, like, you can be a a good coordinator and a bad head coach which is what I've said uh, that I thought about Josh McDaniel in the past. With Dennis Allen, he failed miserably as a head coach, and then he went back to the defensive side of the ball. Now you have to worry about the offensive side of the ball where he didn't have to do that before. You have to be the leader. You have to galvanize the team. And Jameis Winston, his I mean, without Sean Payton, Sean Payton had him looking all right. So to me, I just think the Sean Payton loss is being really, really underrated. I really do. Well, my thing is this:
1: Who's to say that they haven't learned from their past mistakes, and their next adventure can be even better? Like, who is to say that Lovey Smith gets all these fucking chances?
0: Well, Lovey Smith, is, no, this is only a second head coaching job, and he was buns too. I've been on record saying that's why I said Houston's going to be trash.
1: Well, they're a different organization, but the Saints team okay. is actually they have a, they have a loaded town. You don't think that Dennis Allen can can bring the best out of his? entire team
0: i don't know i don't know i mean Andy reed couldn't do it to the dream team
1: i think they're a sleeper team and i think they're gonna catch the buck slipping one of these weeks
0: maybe
2: you know what this comes down to they're a good fucking team this team to me is exactly the same as the eagles and the dolphins the question marks are quarterback and head coach and if they pan out they are as loaded as anybody this team's loaded the difference between the They're Dolphins loaded.
0: and the Eagles, though, they have offensive minds. The Saints True. added a defensive mind. Correct. That's not the NFL anymore. We were just we were just ripping apart the Bears because they hired Eberfluss or whatever. What,
2: Matt, for, yeah, Eberflus. Yeah. Whatever however you pronounce it. The, yeah. The so Colts' defense coordinator. Do
0: you have an old? He the last time he was a head coach, I believe it was in 2011. So ten years later, when the league is totally different, you're going to pop onto the scene replacing Sean Payton, and the team's not going to have any drop off with Jameis Winston. They're just going to keep rolling. I just I find that really hard. This to is league. why
2: I say, you know, major question of quarterback and head coach. But if if it pans out, this team they were nine and eight last year, and they had backup quarterback play for a majority of the season. Trevor Simeon, right? Yeah, and I mean Jameis Winston when he was there, five and two, 14 TDs and three picks. It's a career year for him. Career year. He kept his picks down. Three picks in seven games. <laughs> this is why I was saying, like, maybe the right guy can unlock this guy's talent. This, this is why I was saying for me, like, you know, when I was saying the Jimmy G yeah, yeah, thing, I mean, like this guy when he plays like that, holy shit. I like
0: them coming out. Like, of you know, but like that's good. the thing,
2: is is I don't know what you're gonna get now. I really don't know. And he's coming off an injury, hasn't thrown a football in a while, you know. So we'll see. But Ninth easiest schedule in terms of win totals, guys. Okay, so unfortunately, now we have to actually make our bet here: over under eight and a half wins. Under. I'm going over. I'm going to go over eight and a half. Well, because you have make making the playoffs, or you you did at one point, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're we're going to finalize that stuff. You can say it now yeah, if you want. are my
1: sneaky team. I mean, I, I don't think their schedule is crazy. Um, yeah, I'll say over. Over eight and a half. Slam fucking dunk.
2: I'm, I'm feeling like Slam it's going to be dunk, a repeat bro. and they win nine games. I have them winning. And they just miss.
0: I'm at seven or eight.
2: Like, it's going to be eight or nine. Unfortunately, this is one where it's like, all right, I'm going to just cool off here. I think I'm going to lay off of this one. But I feel like if I had to bet on it, I'm going to say they're going to win nine games again. And they'll be right in the thick of the conversation. Maybe it's a tiebreaker loss again. I don't know. If you get Jameis from last year, though, with this roster, the same team last year, and all the additions they made, they can be scary. They're going to be a team you don't want to play in the playoffs. It's not happening. But that's the thing is, like, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. He's got. He's going to eat some W's.
1: <laughs> Over slam dunk. Over. Hit the over. Over eight and a half. It's a slam fucking dunk. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, this is a sleeper
2: team. So here's where it gets interesting then. Jameis Winston betting lines, okay? Over under 24 and a half passing touchdowns.
1: Over. I'm thinking over too. That team is loaded. Did you do you
0: guys see their wide receivers? Michael Thomas was injured again. Jarvis Landry plays three games. And they got Chris Olave come on bro We're those are guys. fair assessments i'm not even cap i'm not i'm not even throwing shade down. i'm being dead serious Michael- landry
1: plays three games what does that mean
0: he doesn't he gets injured a lot now he's not the landry of old that's a fair assessment is it not
1: it's fine man let's just move <laughs> on bro I don't, I don't feel like it arguing. is fair what yeah. the fuck did i say i don't know you're killing him <laughs> I, don't,
2: I don't
1: feel like arguing man let's just go
2: okay <laughs> all right over under 3650 and a half passing yards that feels kind of low Me for Jameis. Yeah.
0: Uh over. I'm thinking over too. That's like Matt Jones numbers. What,
2: what Aren't is Matt it? are Mac Jones
0: 3,600?
2: 3,
1: 3,650 and a half. Over. Oh I uh, fuck. Uh, there's a couple games where Jameis Van, he'll fucking throw like 104 yards, bro. Like, I don't know, man. That's tough. Bro. He was throwing
0: 150 yards a game last season before he got injured.
1: 150. So if he times it by 17, damn, I can't even do that in my head right now.
0: He was that's incredibly, like, that's not even 3,000 yards. He was
2: super efficient last year. Oh, no, to is the it? point of like negative regression. I, I don't think like he'll keep up that kind of pace touchdown wise, even though I just said over. But I'm just saying, like 20 the pace 50. he was on is insane 2550. Yeah, that's 100 at 150,
0: 150 times 17, 2550. He was buns as
1: shit. So, would you? Do you got the unders? No, I said overs this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he the hell out of me, bro. Yeah, give me the overs. Fuck it, yeah, I'm going over. Yeah, I'm bro, going got, over. Bro, he got hurt. Look, bro. Look, look. Here's my thing. If I'm gonna bet the over/under and passing yards, which I do, I would always take the overs unless it's a crazy number where you think there's no way in hell they can hit that. There, it, because why would I root for the unders? I feel like that is even harder to root for and more stressful than it is for the overs, in my opinion.
0: Me too, because when you bet over, you, well, when you're when you bet over, you're losing the entire time. When you bet under, you're winning the entire time.
1: Yes, and that can switch at any moment in the season. Fuck I that! I want to keep losing I until I get until I reach the top.
0: Me too. That's just mentality. I want to climax. Yeah, I agree. Wow. On <laughs> the <a> clock. Wow. <laughs> Paul's Write that down. Pie. That's
1: regular. <laughs> Piles always comes a fucking pie. Look at him. Look at him.
0: Why did he have <laughs> to say that? I was hoping you didn't see that fucking guy. I was kind of
1: hoping that it I to was about to say, to say it, it next. I it wanted to see the fits. line a little bit better, but he's got his beer growing in, so it's just not there yet. But I know we're com- good. Because I gotta
0: be ready for Friday. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah. Which for Marcos' wedding. Interception yeah, line over under 13
2: and a half. Facts. Oh, oh what? Over. 13 and a half, that's all I heard. <laughs> over under 13 and a half interceptions. Oh, this is over. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking over. He could have four in one game. Probably like 14, 15, all right? But fantasy value? I think
1: uh, he could be a waiver wire stream. Absolutely.
2: 21st quarterback off the board.
1: I think he'd be a waiver wire guy. I, I I like their weapons. So, yeah, I if I have a quarterback who's got loaded weapons, it's worth the chance.
0: I would agree I don't actually. mind
2: sneaking him as a backup
0: I, I don't wouldn't, I wouldn't like I wouldn't draft him and start him in the beginning because like I said i I just don't trust him yet but he could be a waiver wire flyer absolutely I don't mind I would say yeah I mean look if
2: there's one backup thing quarterback, do, quarterback streamer value he's gonna take chances 30 for 30 like he's gonna throw the ball some of these games he's gonna probably have to you know he's gonna have to and this yeah. this wide receiver core demands it okay Running back, there are no Alvin Kamara betting lines of significance right now. So, actually, I'm going to rewind for a sec. I, I just thought of something I meant to ask you guys. Comeback player of the year, Jameis Winston? Because he'll be in the conversation if he plays like this. If he plays like he did last year, he'll be in the conversation. I can't go to. Well, I mean, look, if I hadn't... He's, he's plus 500. That. Like, he's up there with, you know, the McCaffreys and I don't whoever it, else.
0: I don't think he has enough respect.
2: To get I say no.
0: I don't think he has enough respect to get it,
2: to make the playoffs
0: though. Yeah, but they're gonna say the defense did it.
2: I mean, I, look. I don't know about that. It's interesting, so. right? Plus five hundred. It kind of tells you he's one of the that. one of the favorites in the race. I'll fade. Yeah, I'm fading too. All right, back to Alvin Kamara though. Are you worried about drafting him? He is going second round right now. No. Get him all day. In the Alvin Kamara, thirteenth pick overall,
0: bro. He's getting, he's getting touches. I I just, I don't, I I don't understand it. Like when I look at the rankings this year for the players, I just, I'm like worried what, where I'm, where I'm wrong. Because when I'm looking, I just doesn't make any sense. Explain. Like I'm looking at, when I'm looking at the average draft positions or I'm looking at like, you have people that are ranking Derrick Henry at eight, nine, and you have people like, and they're putting, they're putting like Aaron Jones ahead of him or, or Nick Chubb ahead of him. And I just, I don't see it like. I just – I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I just feel like they have these premier
2: players slipping. And I'm like, why? I'll tell you why right now. Because everyone was worried about his suspension. So you heard me screaming, what, for the last three weeks on this show? I said, this guy's a buy. If you have drafts right now, you buy him because I don't think he's getting suspended. It certainly looks like he's not getting suspended. I think the ADP is going to climb back up in the first round. It should. I, I, don't, I don't see how – yeah, actually, it already went up 5% in the last week. So if you have a draft right now and he's available at the 14th pick, do not waste your time. <laughs> this is a first-round running back, all day long. He's he's not getting suspended right now. No, he's not. No, good, no. If he does, it's going to be next year. But that right there is why there's. I don't see any betting lines on him, so I'm not even going to
1: ask you. I mean, I would still take him. I I think he's definitely worth the risk. If you are worried about suspension, even if it's two games, it's Alvin Kamara. Yeah. You're going to have him for the rest of the year.
0: Done. Like, look, they have Joe Mixon ahead of him. I don't understand that. You have N- where?
1: Where are you looking? I, I'm on fantasy, fantasy pros. pros. Ah, yeah. Naji, see, like you have
0: Najee Harris. Like they're already saying you're that looking his, at rankings. Yeah, his I understand. getting eaten into.
2: I don't understand it either. I'd rather have Alan Kamara. So, wide receiver to own in fantasy, which one? Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, or Jarvis Landry? And I'll give you their ADPs after you answer. Olave. Yeah, Olave. I think he's in. Rookie Dippies. burner.
0: I don't trust Michael Thomas. Jarvis Landry, I can't trust him. I can't rely on his health.
1: Nah, hey. fuck it. I'll, I'll go Michael Thomas. Slant Boy? I'll go Slant Boy. Hell yeah.
2: Really? 28th yeah, receiver bro. off the board going seventh, eight round. Michael Thomas, he scares the shit. If he's he healthy, scare me, if man. he's
1: healthy, man, he is worth it, bro. He 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 could be
0: one of the this top is PPR. again, bro. I traded for him last year because they said he was coming back like week ten, yeah. and I traded for him that week, and then he was out for the season. People forget the greatness, bro. They do. I they do. Bro. I'm that's very I'm nervous trading. right
2: now. I mean, it's but I'm, the value there. If he's Michael Thomas again, that's why I this him. is PPR right here. So Nick's got a point. Like he's. 80 to 100 catch, I'm sure. Are you guys worried about the rust, or are you worried about the injury? Injury. I'm worried because about – Because he's the, already nicked up right now, and the season hasn't started.
0: I'm worried about the injury, and I don't know if he loves playing football. Oh,
2: What makes you say that? Oh, that's spicy.
0: I just went – like, last year, it was the ankle. Then it was the timing of the surgery, because that was a big story with Sean Payton. When, with the contract – it was the contract. Then it was the foot. Yeah, then, they it bought was, heads. then it was the surgery. Then he's butting heads with Sean Payton. So I'm like, all right, dude, that, now he's he's in camp. There was another story about him not practicing. Then it comes up, he's got another foot injury or whatever injury it was. And I'm just like, bro, are you just finding reasons to just collect your money and not play football?
1: I can't. I, I'm not going to believe that because he was he was obviously in shape at the time of camp. He ain't doing all that just to fake an injury, bro.
0: I'm, no not way sa- you know. no, I'm not saying that he's faking it, but as to where like if somebody has a hurt foot, they may play through it where he's like, I'm gonna sit out. Like Kawhi Leonard. He reminds me just like that. When he plays, he's awesome. But the problem is, is when he gets nicked up, he takes extensive time off because he wants his body to heal.
2: Yeah, he makes me he makes me very nervous right now. But the value is definitely baked in. Um I'm baked. I, I want to tell you like a reception bet here for him because that's his thing. And there is none right now. It's not It's not available <laughs> for that reason, probably. I yeah, mean, they, they, got him, that, they got him at over under five and a half touchdowns and 775 and a half yards. Bro, like, that feels pretty low. Five and a half Vegas touchdowns? must be down on him, too. You know how good Michael Thomas is. Vegas is a little nervous is what it seems like to me.
1: Well, um, I think five and a half is actually a really good number, actually. <laughs>
0: I feel like that's low as hell for nah, him, dude. He's I a premier wide receiver.
1: He was, but he only scored nine touchdowns that year.
2: This is kind of like a now wide one. It's five it's like, and a half. I feel like it should be lower.
0: But they also have more weapons around them, too. True.
2: Th- this wide receiver room, honestly, guys, I, I kind of just want to wait and see how it unfolds. Maybe I make him a trade target. I'm going to go on. I would probably like throw a dart at Chris Olave first. Just because of I don't want to waste a mid-round pick. For someone I feel nervous about, but the value is there, though. Like that's the thing is, like, it's a reasonable case here to be made. Like this guy will return second round value at worst if he's healthy. I just don't want to be that guy. I'll take a risk somewhere else. I already, I already took the risk, and it I'm just not ready for head. it. I'm not ready for it. With I can't. I can't say
1: second round,
2: uh, type guy, even if he. But you think he'll be a value on where he's being drafted right now?
0: Where's he being drafted? I'm sorry. He's going. He's here. going
2: between seventh and eighth
1: round.
0: I just, I just can't.
1: I mean, it depends who's around. Who's who, who? else is being drafted in that range?
2: All right. So right. So right around that range. Ready for this? Cortland Sutton, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Chris Godwin, Gabriel Davis, Amari Cooper, Allen Robinson. That's six players. I would. Hunter Renfro. Seven yeah, players. That's crazy. I mean, I just can't. Yeah,
1: no, nah, I'm with I you. Can't. I, it, to me, it's not worth it at that point. If I can get an, an uh, Amon Ra or Cortland Sutton or Gabe Davis in that area, yeah, I, I, I'll take them over. This guy, you I can't up. do
0: it. Let me. Throw I this agree with you on that fast.
1: actually. Like, but I'm not. I'm not down on Michael Thomas. I think if he plays, he can still be effective. I just like you guys said, the injury kind of does worry me a
0: little bit. But I don't know, man. For the keeper league now, here's a perfect opportunity of of, of a strategy in a keeper league. Now, if you take Michael Thomas, you know what he can be. But if you're scared on him this year, you go draft him in the 12th or 13th round. He puts up a thousand yards, 85 catches. You keep him next year in that low position, and now you have, you know, a wide receiver two or something like that. Let
1: me ask year. you a question. If I keep a player in that draft, going back to that, I forgot about that. I forgot to ask you that. If I if I keep a player, right? Say you keep Michael Thomas in the 12th round, and then next year he goes crazy for a thousand yards. Yep. Are you able to trade that player at any point in your season?
0: You can, but you can't – if you if you cut him or you trade him, you can't – you wouldn't be able to keep him. He has to be on your roster for the full year. But you're, are you saying the, the following year, can you trade him if you keep him? Yes. Yes, you can trade him. It doesn't Okay, matter. cool.
1: That's cool. Yeah. That's no. dope, man.
0: But you, like I said, it, like here's the thing. I drafted Trey Lance in the 15th or 16th round, and I was going to try and keep him, but I didn't have him on my roster the whole year. So that's why I kept – Jalen Hurts in the fourteenth or the twelfth or whatever it was, but yeah, that's what that's what I you like. What you did
2: there, but yeah, they yeah.
0: have to stay on the roster for the entire year. And last year, I got crushed with injuries in that league too, so I had to drop Trey Lance so I couldn't keep him.
1: So I can't pick up a free agent in week three. Hold on to him, and then no, it ha- he has
0: to be drafted. Oh, that's
1: hard, man. Pauls,
0: yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot <laughs> of fun, but it's a it's a very very different strategy because like like I said, Jamar Chase, who's probably a is probably a top. Twelve pick is gone because for somebody in the fourteenth round.
1: That's so interesting, man. That's so cool. Yeah, sorry, I, I didn't. I didn't mean to get off, so tra- no, get us off track. No, that's all I We're throwing you some keeper I league advice. That. Cool. Po- all right, that's cool, bro. That's good shit. Yeah, it's a cool. It, it that's is cool. strategy behind everything. Like I didn't know he had to be on the roster the entire season. Oh like, yeah. So now bye weeks come into play. Injuries come into play. So now you got to think about. All right, if I drop him, can I get snake bitten in the end? Correct. Yeah, that's that's cool. I fuck with that.
2: So, guys, there's no fantasy-relevant tight ends unless you consider Taysom Hill. So, we're moving on, all right? Philly Phil!
1: You got Adam Troutman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Adam
1: <laughs> Troutman is I kindly wrote that. his name down. You fucked with him last year. Yeah, I did yeah, him. He, said, he said, yeah, I fucked fuck with Adam Troutman. <laughs> 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 but, but I also said I fuck with Furkser. So yeah, a big swing mess. miss. a big swing and, miss,
2: yeah, right? yeah, like, big swing and miss. Oh, man. Sour hour. Yeah. Ferkser's so coming up in our show shortly, by the way. Anthony Ferkser. All right. Yeah, Ferkser. Thanks. All right. Carolina Panthers. This one's for you, Pauls. Let's rock. I'm the Carolina fire. Bakers. <laughs> Carolina <Sixth> Mayfields. Mayfield. <laughs> Carolina Mayfields. Yeah, that's his fantasy name, right? I'm a baker. Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Free <laughs> 2022 line win total of six and a half. It went up. It was at six. That's because we got the starter. Six and a half. He's worth a half win. There you go. All right. Five and 12 last year. They trade for Baker. He was announced as the starting quarterback just a day ago. Ending all conversations about Sam Darnold battling with him. And then also rookie Matt Corral is out for the season. That sucks. So yeah. Baker's job security is looking Pretty good, you know, because I was this close. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. I was this close to putting out something about taking the under on his passing yardage, and now I kind of feel like it's looking pretty good, you know, because I think That's he might, it, he might it. actually wind up playing. The I whole don't season. know what it is. I don't know what it is. It I'm was, blind. it was like, uh, well, it changed. Hold on.
0: Do you, do you want to know now, real fast? I actually want to get. Can a, I predict uh, it?
1: Yeah, yeah, you can. I'm gonna say, oh, fuck. Um, I'll say
0: thirty-seven fifty. But yo, real fast, I want to give a shout out to Sam Hold Darnold. On. The way he handled the press conference when they asked him about being the backup was like true professional. Uh like a true professional. For real, good for him. Man. He's a he's a good uh he's a good dude. Guess where he would still
2: start? Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Saying Cleveland. Cleveland. There you go. Can I just say when I'm going oh, to guess the over under. Go
1: ahead. I'm going to say 30 36 99 and a half. Did you just look it up? I swear to god I didn't. What's look he got it up? on the screen?
0: Nah, bro, It's just,
1: no, just, no, just, just stats. Stats.
2: 3700 and a half. 3700
1: and a half? Yeah, you both were one. you <laughs> both were literally money,
2: okay? <laughs> Go ahead. I do what you think. 3700 and a half. That's crazy. We will bounce
0: around polls. I'll say <laughs> I'll say over <laughs> on it cuz I think that I think Christian McCaffrey's going to be healthy for the entire year. I actually do th- I think he's we're going to get into that, but I think he's going to be comeback player of the year. I think he's going to be healthy. DJ Moore is good. Robbie Anderson, you know, Baker put one on him, and he didn't hold on to it. Maybe he was too busy screaming no, so he couldn't really focus on the ball. <laughs> but no, I'm, give me overs. <sighs> uh,
1: to me, the, I, I'm going unders, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I talk about, <laughs> you know, taking the overs because it, it makes me feel like, I, I don't know, a little bit better position. Yeah. But it's Baker, bro. I, I, I've seen the man throw for – 120 yards in a game, bro. Like I, I just, I don't know, bro. What year was that? I, it was last year, man. What was wrong man. with last year? If you would have took Baker's under passing yards in pretty much almost <laughs> every single game of the NFL season, and you bet the unders, you would have won a lot of money. I, I'm sorry. I, I knew you like Baker. I'm just being it's honest.
0: 2021, shit happen. I know,
1: I, and 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 that's fine. If if you predicting he's going to have a better year, then that's
0: great. He threw for. He played. He missed two or three games last year, and he still threw for three thousand yards. Yeah,
1: three thousand and ten yards. That's not an accomplishment. Baker, his just in those quarterback games? Threw for almost two thousand more yards. Actually, twenty five more hundred yards. In it.
2: Baker These in his matter. in his signature twenty twenty season threw for thirty five hundred yards against New England. He threw for seventy three. I feel like that's the model I mean, right there. I'm gonna I'm gonna go under. I, even remember. though I think he'll challenge this line. Like I don't think it's like a blatant under. I think he's gonna challenge it because this team. Might be losing and have to throw the football. This is the best wide receiver core he's ever had.
0: He's never had a one. He has a true one right now. And who? DJ Moore. DJ Moore is a true one. He's better than anybody he's ever thrown to.
2: He's very underrated. Not I think
1: big. he's underrated. But if I if I look at DJ Moore, I would consider him as a high high end wide receiver too.
0: That's fair. I, I won't I won't I won't argue that. But he's the best wide receiver he's ever thrown to.
1: Sure, maybe you don't you well. Well, I, look, Odell but, might have
2: something to say, but also you're a might, notorious hater over there.
1: I'll take D.J. Moore over Odell, though, in my opinion. Well, now I would. I would. D.J. Moore's the ball. Though? I'm not, I'm not going to disrespect know? him. I, he, he could play. Just saying. I, I, like a true wide receiver one, that's tough, man.
0: Well, I, I'll say he's the best he's ever thrown to. In that's my, tough. In my opinion. All right, I, I can
1: agree with that. I'll say and Robbie opinion. Anderson was doo-doo last year. Yeah, I know. So for me, it's like Well, he's got
0: the bake show now. Bake show will carry him a little bit. <laughs> I had to throw that in there.
2: Maybe, but I, I, I don't know.
0: No, I'm going over. I'm looking for a big season from my guy. I'll go on. I'm rooting for him heavy.
2: Well, they're gonna need him to perform because Matt Rule is definitely on the hot seat. Well, facts. Okay. I could perform. Ben McAdoo brought in <clears> to <throat> be offensive coordinator. He's starting to wait. he's starting to uh talk positively about Baker. That's a good thing, right? Because he was trashing him in the past. Well, that he has hurt. to. It's all. It's it's all an act. Yeah. I mean, they really haven't done much. Like on the defensive end. Okay. They lose Hassan Reddick, Stephon Gilmore. That's gonna hurt. Daquan Jones, and they didn't really do much. I mean, they add Matt Ioannidis, who's underrated at defensive tackle, and that's kind of it. You get JC Horn back. Um. Joe Horn, Draft a few guys. Like the defense. <laughs> the defense did take a hit, but they they were a pretty good unit for most of the year. So I don't want to like completely hold against him, but I'm I'm definitely a little bit worried about their pass rush. I am worried about that right now. They still got Brian Burns, but I'm just saying, I'm throwing it out there. Hasan Reddick is extremely underrated. Brian Burns. Like he's gonna Facts. go off this year. Facts. Brian name, Burns,
1: he's legit. My name's heat. Brian Burns. And I'm, there's nothing wrong with that.
0: I burn. He's one of the <laughs> best in the league. <laughs> right at down. Yeah, no, I know, I know. He's one of the best. I, I
2: have a, I have I actually have a couple of his um rookie cards. Regular. Yeah. Six and a half wins, though, guys. This this is the line. This is tough, and they did they overhauled this offensive line. Like, that was a major issue. You know, Ika McWanu, that was a big pick. They signed two more guys: Bradley uh, Bozeman, Austin Corbett. Big I'm, money. I'm saying over,
0: and I'm saying it because when Christian McCaffrey was healthy last year, they were three and zero, and he was throwing for 350 yards a game. Baker Mayfield's better than Sam Darnold.
2: It literally feels like it's contingent upon CMC because oh, the man. offense is going to have to take it up a notch. They
0: won't. They'll be fine with uh, Deontay Foreman too. I'm not worried about it. I'm sorry,
1: bro. I'm sorry, man. Yo, you have to shield up, bro. <laughs> like it's Why? all right. Say under then. Of course, of course, you're gonna pick the overs. No, bro. I'm not. And I get it, man. Baker's your guy. You're not gonna pick the unders with Baker being your guy, but if Brady. I'm a realist, bro. I come up here and I
0: spit the real. No, 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 no. What you do with Brady is you say it's less, so when he overperforms, you could get louder. (laughs) No, no. That's exactly what you do. I'm on to that pattern. I think. I think he can win the MVP. Don't don't. I know that he's not winning the MVP. Winning 11 games. Why not? Because they need to win 13 or 14 games. You need to dominate to win. So if he has
1: 50 touchdown passes, he's not going to get the MVP when he smokes everybody else out. No, not if he has 11 wins. Not if he has 11.
0: He threw for fifty three hundred yards last year and didn't win MVP. And last won-
1: year was fucked up. So I,
0: I think he should have won
1: MVP last year. Don't get it twisted. I, I definitely think he well, should have he's. Thinking won
0: MVP. and what happens are very different stories.
1: Yeah, because the voting shit is corny, bro. I I so to me, I like I don't even, even, do even I don't even bother with that. But I'm saying <laughs> like, I think he could be in the MVP conversation. So do I. I still, always say that. I got him. Winning, I got him
0: winning thirteen or fourteen games. All right, <laughs> that's fair. That's cool. But I'm, <laughs> I'm now. Maybe, now I need you to make your line so that I could come back to this clip. Look, bro.
1: I just think six and a half is a really low number, but their defense took a hit. I'm going under, give me under six and a half.
0: Thank you.
2: So they have the 14th easiest schedule in the league. They're like right in the middle of the pack. Um, I do think that the pass rush, like they were literally one of the best pass rushing teams. You guys don't even realize this. They were like literally top two in pass rush win, win rate. That was a major component of this team. I think they take a dip there, but I do think they're going to get better offensively. Because I, I also agree with you, Pauls. We were talking about this. I do think CMC is going to stay healthy this year. I don't know about seventeen games, but I think he'll play most of the season this year, which is absolutely the key. And really, like he and Baker are kind of concerning injury-wise. They they both have to stay healthy. Like Baker's effed up his shoulder two years running. Look, so it's, it's not even that for me, bro.
1: If DJ Moore goes down or one of their wide receivers go down, who the hell do they got, bro? Is, is Tommy. Well, you can say Tommy that about Trimble, a lot of teams. Of though. Is, is Tommy Trimble, Ian Thomas? Are they are they gonna help your fucking
0: team? Tommy Trimble's on my radar.
1: Yeah, he could be on your radar <laughs> all you want, bro. That's not my, he's not on my radar. But what I'm saying is, if if one of their top wide receivers go down, they don't have much to replace them, bro. You think Baker is that guy? We talk about it up here all the time. Is Baker that guy that, to lead his team when it matters most? I'm talking about with with a wide receiver. I'm just saying, like, yo, I mean, look, if if McCaffrey goes down, they got Foreman. But is Foreman, is he able to be that for them? Can he play the Christian McCaffrey role?
0: Look, all I'm going to say is the last healthy Baker season, he was that dude. He that's, led them. That's fine. So I, I look. I'm not saying he could do that with the Panthers because if they lose DJ Moore, his wide receiver, one's Robbie Anderson. That's
2: what I'm saying. Yeah, and he's. i am said me. about literally like every but team. But that's though. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not gonna. I'm not about to say that about DJ Moore, who has stayed healthy. You know, like I, I'm talking about two guys that have been injury prone recently, in, in the quarterback and running back, who are literally. If they stay they are the pillars of the offense, I'm saying if they stay
0: relatively healthy.
2: Like if they, they play most of the season, they are winning over six games, guaranteed. So. Here's a stat for you. And this is like, I'm literally so torn about this line. Five wins last year against rookie QBs. All right. But on the other hand, two and six and one score games. Something tells me they get a little bit better there. But like, they'll, you know, it's going to be close. It's going to be really close. I'm looking at the schedule. I'm thinking that they'll probably hit seven wins. I'm going to say over. I'm going to say over and I think they'll be in that that conversation for a while of those like possible wild card teams. They'll they'll stay afloat because look, early season schedule you got Cleveland, Giants, Saints. Maybe they I mean, look, 2 and 1 very possible, 3 and 0 oh, possible. I would likely, you know, pick the Saints in that game. But um they'll probably lose in the next 3. Then they got the Falcons twice. They got Seattle once. <sighs> Pittsburgh like they they have to they'd have to win the games that they're they expected to, win, to win. win yeah they have to win the win. but maybe they'll surprise in a couple I'm gonna just give them seven wins all right seven wins not comfortable though you talk yourself into that one <laughs> no I'm, it's like it's like a double-edged short here I know it's like it is. I expect CMC to stay healthy therefore I think they win a couple more games they won five games last year all five of their wins were against rookies though and they started off like four up. They started off 4-0. Plus, CMC was there. Like, that's the thing. Is like this is this is a premier player in the league. So and you saw I what mean, he did with Sam Darnold, bro. Sam Darnold was looking good.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. Sam Darnold wasn't looking good because of Christian McCaffrey. Sam Darnold was looking good because he was actually playing really good.
0: No, Sam Darnold felt he literally he walked was off playing the really good, bro. He was because Christian McCaffrey was there, and that gives you time.
1: I thought Chris, Sam Darnold did really well even won- outside the pocket when he was running. He was actually
0: leading the league in, in rushing. And then Christian McCaffrey got hurt, and that's when he fell off the cliff. It was game like four or something like that it was
2: exactly Something what happened.
1: happened. I don't know, but Sam Darnold was balling in the beginning.
2: I don't know what happened, but <laughs> we were watching the game. Well, it's Thursday really night. easy when a top 10 offensive player goes down for everything to change. Yeah, But, but a running that back, drastically, yeah, though, was, for, yeah, was something. That was definitely something. Okay, Baker Mayfield passing touchdowns. Going back to Baker. 21 and a half. Over. I'm going to say over. It'll probably be like 23, 24. Oh, man, that's tough. What was it, 21 and a half? 21 and a half. I mean, he got 17 games. There's- Three of his four seasons game. in the NFL, he went over that number. So I'm going to say over. I'll say over. Like, even in his bad 2019, where he had 22 TDs, 21 picks, still over by, by half a touchdown. He learned that
0: from Jameis. Sure.
2: Yeah, we don't know which version we're gonna get at Baker here. Like this 2020. You know, his interception rate is climbing, <laughs> brother. Like I'm I'm skeptical. But I like I said, I took the over. All right. I took the over with you. All right. Interceptions, 13 and a half. That's really your man, bro. I'm
1: right or That's duck. Really your man, bro. I'm ride or it's duck. Crazy. That's really your man,
2: bro.
0: 13 and a half. It's not. I can explain it.
2: And last year he had 13 and 14 games. 13 and a half. I'm gonna say over. I'm going to say 14 picks. Give me under. And that that's not bad, by the way. Like That's saying that his rate <laughs> improves from last year.
0: How much did he have in 2020? <laughs> he had eight. Exactly. When he was healthy.
2: He was they healthy. To forget. Two. You
0: tell me that about Michael well, Thomas and all that shit. He had 21 the year before that and
2: 14 the previous. So yeah, like I year think 14, that, 14 was, is a comfortable number. The I year think.
0: before that was Freddie
2: Kitchens. Look at these. Jeremy Burrow
0: threw 13 last year.
2: If he's 25, 25 and 14. That'll work. Record might be eight wins, maybe. That'll work. We'll see. I'm saying over, though. I'm going to say over for that because I don't I don't know if you can just change that habit right there. That's not to say he's, he's not going to play well, by the way. 15 and a half? It's 13 and, half. 13 and a half. 13 last year. Say it. Say in 16 it. 16 games. Say or it, in 14 games. Excuse me. I'll go. 13, I said it over. 13 and a half. You said wow. over. I'll go over. Fuck it. Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: I'll live and die by a sword. That's what I always do.
2: Paul's plus 1,200 for comeback player of the year, in case you're wondering. So, CMC you know. is plus 900, by yeah, the way. Yeah. So, Jameis had better odds. That's, cr- I don't understand. Jameis don't, was yeah. higher. I up. don't
0: understand that.
2: You know, what you quarterbacks, need to man. You know what you need True. to do? You need to
1: bet on the overs on every single bigger system <laughs> category. I'm serious. Put it all
2: on one ticket
1: if, if he believes. And man, when you're right. If you believe, right, hang my nuts. Here's the thing: if you believe in it, do it, bro. <laughs> like for real. Like if, if you have them as the over passing yards, you have over and touchdowns and under and interceptions. You parlay
0: that. Well, let's take a trip. Let's that's what it. I'm saying. Let's do it. And I'll put I'll put it right here. We can pay the. Uh, I'll get the ticket and show it to the world.
1: Bro, I, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even sitting here bullshit. Me either. I'm ten serious. toes
0: down, motherfucker.
1: Yeah, I, I am. That's major short. confidence. No, I, major. I, why not?
0: Last healthy I saw him. He, he believes him.
1: he believes in him, so why not follow your heart and say, fuck it, I'm gonna bet on this and guy. Make some
2: money on him. Yeah, it's worth it. Go ahead. There's some nice numbers there. Go ahead, attack that line. That would probably be a wild parlay odd,
0: too. If you bet overs on all of those and unders on the picks, I know. the odds would probably be fantastic for real.
2: I'm sure. You're gonna have to do it. I all know. right, Baker, fantasy value. Yes or no? No. I'm avoiding. Yeah, he's Nah, he's he's not. He's I said no, 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 no. Definitely not. CMC. Do you feel comfortable taking him number two or number one? Because a lot of people are taking him there too. I do. I do. I, it's, it's CMC, bro.
0: I just when he's healthy, he's the best fantasy player in the game, and that's not.
2: I won't this. go number one, but i I think I. I probably would lean number two with him. I, I think I would. JT over him. I will take JT okay. over him but cmc number 2 i i couldn't say no i'm with you the numbers are so hard to ignore it's really it's a tough question this is a this is the toughest question arguably in in the fantasy offseason right now it's not a it's slam. a hot topic it's not a slam dunk to me
1: to be one and two i think he can go three um i mean i i, I personally like austin eckler personally over he's in a high-power high offense. He produces. He catches. He runs.
0: You're not worried about Larry Roundtree?
1: No. Why would I be worried <laughs> about that?
0: No, yeah, I'm kidding. It's not a household name.
1: McCaffrey got hurt the last two years.
0: It's a big, big, Michael big Michael Thomas if. gets
1: hurt, and nobody's really is, – is and everybody's more concerned about Michael Thomas, right?
0: Because but nobody CMC feels that he loves the game.
1: Good questioning that. I'm not questioning that, but you are. That's yeah. that's just your opinion, and that's cool. I don't, I don't know him, so I, I can't really give that statement. I don't know the man. I know. But what I'm saying is an Austin Eckler at 911 rushing yards, 12 touchdowns last year, 94 fucking targets, 70 receptions, 647 receiving yards, mm-hmm. eight touchdowns in the air. What are we talking about, bro? This guy's legit, dude. This guy's legit, bro. You he want to talk went- about a balance? That's
0: insanely balanced. Yeah. I mean, look, I just – I would still take CMC, but, but it why? Is, there is an argument for me. Because I feel like when CMC's healthy, he can't be matched in fantasy.
1: If he's healthy, Correct. are you willing to actually take that risk? I would Over, be because... When Ech- you have Austin Eckler on the board right there, is it worth to pass up on Austin Eckler versus somebody's health? Austin Eckler's... Yeah, because I feel Eckler equally skeptical game, about his bro. health.
0: Austin Eckler, that was his first healthy season. So people forget what? that he first was injury prone. No, no. no, I'm no. Equally he as nervous. He got hurt
1: one year. And he, and, 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 he, and he missed six games in one year. That was back in 2020, I believe, or 2019, 2020. He missed one year of games, six games, and then he got hurt for two games like his second year.
0: I feel like the knock knockout I, Austin Eckler drafted high, though, was that he always gets banged up.
2: People say, oh, yeah, he's not built like that. He's not built for that. He was only a part-time running back for most of his career. That's I mean, I'm looking
1: at the stats the here. Hello, the fucking stats tell me, holy shit, this guys he's a beast. He's a beast, bro. He's a fucking beast.
0: I mean, you have the numbers there, so I can't argue. It's insane. I'm not saying that. He did produce. He did, absolutely. It's a
1: stigma against the injury. Everybody always is so scared about the injury with Austin Eckler. But what I'm saying is, yeah, I I get it. Christian McCaffrey, he's fucking awesome. If I had him, cool. I'm not mad about it. But what I'm saying is, if you have an Austin Eckler there that can produce in PPR in terms of pass catching, targets, fucking rushing yards, receiving yards, and scoring on both ends in terms of um, catching and running the ball, you got it all. I I just don't know if I'm willing to risk and passing up a guy that caliber for somebody who's been injury-prone the last two years. That's me, though. No, I agree. That's I just, me, bro. I
0: feel like if healthy by healthy, CMC blows them out of the water. How? he was a fantasy monster he was basically two guys in one player i mean he kind of is now too he's amazing bro he's yeah. second last year behind jonathan taylor jonathan you do 18 look, rushing yards and 1800 you and, make a compelling case and, like it's crazy I just, bro I,
1: I just i just think austin eckler a little slept on in terms of he absolutely is i like, agree with you there absolutely like it's crazy to me bro i i, I mean look everybody's worried about the the injury i just why you why are you worried about the injury with Chris, McCa- with we Chris mccaffrey we are i am i'm very that, worried that was two years in a row this yeah. guy was was healthy last year, crushed it in fantasy, and now people are willing to bypass Austin Eckler for CMC. That ain't gonna be me, bro. And that's my opinion. I you take t- Eckler over CMC with the second overall pick. I probably would. Truthfully, I, I probably would. Love that. I probably would, bro. I'm on a high. power I trust offense. you. I know you know
0: your stuff. I'm on, on a high
1: power offense. I know my team is going to score points. I know he's going to get the ball. Who's who's his backup? And he can handle the load. Isaiah Spiller. He's been out, so. This is my thing, bro. Like, I I just – I think it's a safe bet with Eckler. Truthfully, bro. You're on the the high-power offense makes a difference, bro. He's going to be in bum-ass Carolina who's going to struggle to score points, bro. Seriously, they are. Like, even if they score 24 points a game, are you comfortable with your running back in that offense over somebody who can get 35 and 40? Well, not they, me, bro. He'll probably,
0: probably have all three
1: of those touchdowns. I'm just saying. I, <laughs> I, I, I That's my opinion. I mean, look. I,
0: More mouths to, speak, to feed, though, in Los Angeles. Look,
1: I, I'm not mad at you if you take CMC over them. I'm not, but I just see it differently, and that's all.
2: All right. Pa- uh, Panthers wide receivers. Sorry, I got to speed us along. DJ Moore and right Robbie Anderson. <laughs> okay, how do we feel about them fantasy-wise? Uh, DJ, Moore, DJ Moore is going right around round three, four. I think I mean I'll just tell you right away. I think that he's one of those guys that you can take, and maybe have a wide receiver one on your hands this year. I like him because statistically him. he's right there. He's he's in good company. He's like literally top five, six receivers statistically in fantasy. Robbie Anderson in a three-year sample concerns me. I don't have the exact number. Robbie, I might take a late-round flyer though. I would. Too. I, I would. I That's would because exactly he's going to go pretty much the end of the draft.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Um. It depends if I miss on my rookie targets.
1: I did it last year with Robbie Anderson. I do not want him at all. I was so high on him last year. I thought he was going to be a breakout, you know, candidate, and he literally stunk the bed. So, for me, the only wide receiver worth having would be DJ Moore. And where is he being drafted? He's going, like,
2: round three, four. Three, four. I think that he's going to return value on that. I think he'll be, like, he'll produce second-round value. Fantasy wise, I'm not
1: gonna take DJ Moore a third and fourth pick. If I have a running back near there, I probably go running back, or I would take uh, who else is in, in that uh, range of wide receivers?
2: Uh, Terry McLaurin, Jalen Waddle, Deontay Johnson, AJ Brown. Uh, I would take Waddle. They're all really close. I probably would take Waddle. I would go Waddle as well. Yeah, I'd go DJ Moore, actually. Really? Yeah. I, I not, not about well, talent, the by the way. This is about, this is about was, fantasy, not Waddle, about
1: talent. Waddle was was awesome last year in fantasy. Yeah, but
0: Hill's there now. Yeah, but that's
1: even better for him.
0: True. In my opinion. It just will lessen his targets. Or it could help his targets, actually.
1: It could help. <laughs> All the attention is going to be on the Hill. Yep.
2: DJ Moore has been quietly very good. At no, pace. he's been awesome. I, I mean. He just needs to get in the end zone a little bit more. But I mean, 93 catches, that's where almost 1,200 yards last year with absolutely dismal quarterback play. So, that being said, I'm going to give you his over under, 1,075 and a half yards. I'm slamming the over and receptions, 85 and a half. I'm slamming the over. Slam. Anybody else? I'm slamming you. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I got the over. Go on. All right. I have overs. All
1: right. There you go. The, whoa, whoa, whoa. What was the touchdown?
2: Uh, touchdown, I didn't throw you, but okay. it's five and a half. Five and and a half. I'm going to say over on there, too. Over. I'm going over on everything. I think he's going to smash these. Seven TDs uh 1300 yards and 95 catches right off the top of my head feel very comfortable with it
1: i'm under i got ovis he's never he's never had five touchdowns in a
2: season till now he's always had some dog shit maybe all right that's it for the panthers guys we're going to just give out our falcons bets because they suck yeah i don't even there's no nobody- but Philly phil if you want to change the music feel right you know go right ahead <laughs> Yeah, like, all right, I, like I don't. This really team talking is about fucking. This team you know, is poo. <laughs> all right, so I'm just literally going down the win loss totals. I don't know how they won seven games last year, but they did. All right, so Marcus Mariota is the new starting quarterback. Matt Ryan's out the door. That's pretty much all you need to know. I mean, they draft Jake London, Tyler Algier. These guys could be fantasy worthy. And Calvin Ridley's out for the year. Rookie quarterback in the third round, Desmond Ritter. All right. So, Marcus Mariota, fantasy value, possible, fuck no. There you <laughs> go, he answered pretty quickly.
0: It's they don't they don't have the talent. They're void of and talent.
2: It would be matchup-based streamer. How about that? It would have to be against a horrible team. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Matchup-based There's- streamer. That's like the lowest rung of streamer you can go. Here's what I Matchup-based saying. streamer. He's got the wheels.
0: I was just, his leg. He could run. Yeah. He can run. That's he can, right.
2: He can get 20 points
1: on, on you know, with his feet. So I think he could be a streamer as well. I'm with you. Yeah.
2: Matchup, match-up, match-up based. Matchup streamer.
1: dependent. Yep. So
2: um, otherwise, I'm not going to advocate for any bets for him. I think you guys will agree with this because this team's going to lose games and Desmond Ritter is probably going to play at some point. I agree. So I'm not even gonna throw you the betting lines for Marcus Mariota. I wish he went to Pittsburgh. That's I'll all t- I'm gonna say.
1: I'll tell you what though, I mean, shout out to the Falcons for getting Ritter because I feel like Mariota could teach him, you know, th- you know, those strengths in terms of running the football and stuff like that. Like I feel like Desmond Ritter can be that kind of quarterback. Um, and if he has a better arm than you know, than Mariota and he's more accurate, he could be a better player. I think this is the perfect uh
0: they're similar players. Yeah,
1: I think this is the perfect mentor for Ritter, in my opinion.
2: Agreed. I still wish he went to Pittsburgh, though. I'm just gonna say. Who Ritter? No, actually, man- I yeah, I man- I man- would have no. liked to see Mariota and Ritter go to Pittsburgh. Kenny <laughs> balling. But man. Mariota, I would have loved to see in Pittsburgh.
0: Kenny moving different.
2: Um. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's had he an awesome it? preseason. Yeah.
0: I'm not. I don't know if he's mid. I'm just mm-hmm. saying he's had an
2: awesome preseason. It's preseason though. That's how I feel. Nah, I won't ignore
1: it though. I mean, it was better than I thought he would do. Trubisky threw a pick in the preseason. Did you see that play, yo? He avoided all these fucking players, scrambles out, (laughs) and panther a pick. He's dog. He's so trash, yo. Yeah.
2: Over under five wins for the Falcons. (laughs) I'm just gonna go right ahead and say under. And I mean that mean five though. (laughs) Five. The schedule, uh, I'll, I'll give you the schedule. Oh, fuck. They're going way under. They're they have literally shit. the ninth hardest schedule in the NFL. They are going under five wins. It's not going to be a push. It's going to be an under. going to be. wait to hear this. It's going to be four wins. There you go.
1: <laughs> well, let me see their schedule real quick. I mean, I see the Seahawks at the first peak. Uh, I think that's a dub. Um, I think they could beat the Panthers one time. They got the Bears. I think they might be the worst team in the league. That's three. Uh, the Falcons is winnable. The Commanders is winnable.
2: The Falcons oh, is winnable. Fal-
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, if they
2: beat themselves,
1: that counts the Steelers, as one. The Steelers is, win- is winnable. <laughs> commanders are winnable. Sorry. It's a rare. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What's that? Five? Yeah, I, I got to go unders, bro. Because yeah, I, exactly if even if right. they get the five, because my thing Come is that, because my because look, because look, my thing is that, Sour even hour. They, even they, even <laughs> if they get the five, it's not five and a half. You do.
2: You you could yeah, say push. push. So I to me, it's ahead. not
1: even worth the money to put into it if I'm going to go
2: over. I wonder what the push odds are. I'm not oh, even going to look bro. though. I'm saying under. All right. Fantasy wise, Cordero Patterson. I yes or no?
1: Him. Yes. I fuck with him too. He's he's a sleeper for
2: me, bro. Real? Heat. He is going. Easy. And this is important because like, there's only a couple of fantasy relevant guys here, so we'll be done in a minute or two. Cordero Patterson is going 29th running back off the board, roughly ninth, tenth round. Value? Absolutely. He did I great mean, last year. Ninth, 10th round? Yeah, I don't, I don't, well, who, I don't think I've his mind.
1: backup. I don't understand. He
2: was the best fantasy Tyler pick ever. Tyler Algier, or and however he, you pronounce and it. Who is that? Fifth round rookie who they like, although he's buried on the chart right now. But I would I would be willing to take a flyer on him late. I think I wouldn't mind Cordero Patterson at that stage right there because he's going to catch passes, and it is PPR. And he's going right around Damian Harris, um, Kareem Hunt, Tony Pollard. I feel pretty decent about that. He's going to catch passes. I don't think he'll run as much this year, though. But this is PPR. It's the name of the game. I mean, look. I Everyone argue- like him in that range? Yeah, I'm not gonna argue, argue. with
1: 69 them. targets, 52 catches, and 548 yards with five touchdowns in, in the passing game. I'm not gonna argue that. 610 yards rushing and six touchdowns on the ground. I mean, that's that's pretty pretty he, balanced. He put in Mike aspects. Davis
0: and a body bag.
1: I'll say I'll say this. He's he's definitely. I I, I would probably put him at the lower end RB two area. Yeah, that sounds appropriate. Uh, but if you if you can if he's your third running
2: back and and he's your flex, you're golden. Fine, like I I I don't mind him there. You're golden. Right now I'm I'm fine with it. I I think he'll lose work, but like again he'll make up for it with pass catching because they don't have receivers except Drake London, which brings us there. Drake London going 37th receiver off the board, right around Tyler Lockett, Hopkins, Lazard, Elijah Moore. I mean are you are you buying him in that range like I like him I just think I would rather wait a little bit longer. Me I think too, he could be a freak dangerous. but I, I'd rather wait a little bit longer I'd rather I, wait like a round or two. I'm not interested
1: and, and, he's and, going and
2: earlier than Chris olave for example that's insane, it's it's no disrespect to Sky Moore's going later too like I like those two rookies a little bit better in fantasy It's no disrespect to him
1: I, I just I don't I don't I'm not looking to draft him. I, I don't know much about him in terms of what he could do in the NFL. He's on the Falcons. They're really booty. Um, and it's Marcus <laughs> Mariota. Like, I, that's my quarterback. Like, for me. Target like,
2: share. Like should I, be up.
1: I'll say this. Pitts. I'll say this. The only way that. like we should have
2: 20-plus percent. I'll say Go this.
1: Ahead. For fantasy value, what what could actually really help the Falcons in terms of fantasy and players, like, such as Kyle Pitts, Patterson, um, London, is that they're going to be trailing a lot of these games. So they're going to be playing catch-up. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be getting all these garbage-ass fucking points that could be sneaky for you. So that's kind of how I see the Falcons team this year and <laughs> in, in terms of fantasy relevancy.
2: That's why I would just like... Besides I, Kyle I, Pitts. I, I think Kyle Pitts is a slam dunk top five. I would like to just wait for him a little bit. I just don't like him in that range because I like a lot of other players better. But I would, I would... Like, if he falls... I'll throw it with Dart there because the target share should be high. It should be roughly like 24%, 25%, I imagine. Kyle Pitts might have 30%, which leads us there. That's how we we'll end the show. Kyle Pitts is going – I mean, obviously, he's going at the top three tight end. Top four, excuse me. Actually, he is going top three, excuse me. He's going 37th pick overall. That puts him right between Plus, rounds three and four. Like him there? I do.
1: At 37th?
2: Oh, 37th overall. No, no, that's high. That's high. Sorry. That feels pretty high. That's high. I took
0: him in like the fifth round last year and it was a mess. That's
2: Love high. the player. I think he's going to absolutely redeem himself in the touchdown department. But like if he repeats everything else, he had one of the highest amount of targets for a rookie tight end in NFL history last year. Believe it or not. I know, but so he just came out of the game. I, I think like he'll be very good this year. I just don't like, I don't like dipping that early at tight end myself. I just don't. But it, like again, it, you have to pay the price if you want an elite tight end. That's the price you got to pay. There's a lot of cases that can be made <sighs> that you got to do it. But that's where he's going, and um, and I'll give you his his betting odds because he actually is worthwhile. Wow. Hold on, dipping out on me, hmm. Kyle Pitts touchdowns. Oh, four and a half. I'm saying over. This over, year. dude. I'm Somebody saying has to over. Score. And he's at 900 and a half receiving yards, which I'm also going to say over. Bro,
1: I got to be honest, man. It doesn't fucking, mean a 1,000. These over-unders are real, 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 real shady, bro. Like four They try to half, trick you, man. Like, four and a half is a very, very small number, bro.
0: Somebody has to score touchdowns for
2: them, And he's their best option. I, like, again, I don't – what am I But missing? that worries
1: me, though, man. His
2: expected TD rate was right around that range. How like, literally. He, had last year? he only had one. It was in the London game, and I remember it. He was on Mid. my team.
1: Mid. But, like
2: – And now he's got Drake London on his team. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. There you go. D- but his expected R-N-K. touchdown rate – Like, his expected rate was right around the 4-5 range. So, like, he should have had that many touchdowns and did not.
0: He's but breaking that, bro.
2: I think he is, too. 900 and a half receiving yards, and that's the last question of the show. I'm saying over. He had 1,026 in his rookie year. 68 catches. Oof. <laughs> Who's the number one, bro. I don't know, bro. Yeah. 68 and a half is his reception line, too. And I'm going to say over. I think he's going to uh, improve.
1: I, Period. These numbers seem so low, but I, I'm, I mean, it's for me, like, I, again, like I said earlier, I, it's worth it for me to take the overs and all these just because of the, the talent that I'm getting in the player and in my investment. I'll take the over at, what is it, 900 yards?
2: Nine hundred and a half.
1: I'll take. I'll take the overs on that, and I'll take the over on the four and a half touchdowns. I mean, the guy's getting drafted third fantasy overall. You're telling me this guy's only going to have four and a half touchdowns and nine hundred receiving yards? To me, I wouldn't even draft him then. If, if I would just go after a running back, if I knew that he was going to have that kind of caliber of year. Facts. So and especially that's a great point. I actually. mean, like yo, like Vegas is paying him to be like he's going to be like middies. A thirty-seven player, bro. Your guy should be having a thousand yards at least. At least, and at least over five uh, touchdowns. That,
2: that caliber of player that, finished. Six. No, it, that's that's what I said. You
1: that's kind of crazy, bro. Six, six
2: ranked tight end last year with just one t- touchdown. Believe it or not, and it was it right. was very it was very second half heavy for him. But like that's what I'm saying. I expect improvement from the guy. I'm not going to say a regression, a, a negative regression in yards when he already had a hundred plus more. You know. That's what doesn't make any Like sense That's just 60, 68 and a half, though. That feels like a trick with the receptions. That's the exact line he had. We'll see. That's the Atlanta Falcons. They were only worth less than 10 minutes of our time. So, that also was episode 101 of PI Powered by Playmaker. And it was brought to you by Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Made Easy. Also, you should know this by now we were live at the Props Network. At PropsHQ.com, where you need to go and subscribe to keep up with all this football content. We can barely even fit one division into a show. And we got to fit two into each show for the last three shows. It's going to be interesting. Ready to rock. But it's going to be different. There there are teams that we talk the hell out of. We're just going to go right down the betting lines and shit. All right? You're not going to want to miss that. Because you're going to want to make some money. All right? P&I merch. Fantastic fabric. Gray and black tees, long sleeve hoodies, tanks, and we got mugs. All right. DM us for details, courtesy of IBP Pressworks. Uh, we'll give you the pricing and everything. We'll hook you up. Last but not least, no episode this Thursday. Our next episode is next Tuesday. That is August 30th. Okay. Next Tuesday, August 30th, 8 p.m. Three shows left till NFL season starts. You're not going to miss it. Nick Theories. Take it away.
1: Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher. And all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our socials, such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys next week at P&I, baby.